0: Okay! No, 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 that's not how you start.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is now.
0: Okay! Welcome to Jackson Cloud, I'm Jamin. And I'm Casey. And I'm Olivia. And today we're hitting on a story in Abraham's life that no one ever talks about. It's kind of a weird one. Oh, good, another weird one. Yeah, a lot of Abraham's stories are weird ones. This one's where he goes to war to save Lot. Do you guys remember this story at all from when you read the Bible? No. Okay, well... Some of this might stick out to you a little different if you remember your geography and people. There's there's enough things mentioned in here that you tune out when you read it. That's why no one remembers it. Like the Zuzumine and Hem and and Chavakirae. Like you're already you're, you're already not listening, right? <laughs> Olivia will yawn at least 3 times while I read this passage.
1: I can't help it. We film in the afternoon. That's <laughs> I when don't... I go
0: Well, okay, so I'm going to read it to you, and I want you to think really hard. Do I remember any of these people, these names, and does that help you put it together? Also, we can point out that this is not edited super well. Like, if this was published today, your editor would be like, dude, this is a mess. You need to put sentence three before sentence two Mm -hmm. and things like that. So I'll read it. And tell me if you catch anything going on here. In the days of Amraphael, king of Shinar, Ariach, king of El-Sar, and chittal king of Alam, and Tidal, king of Goim, these kings made war with Bera, king of Sodom, Bersha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Admash, Shemember, king of Zeboim, and king of Bela, that is, Zoar. And all these joined forces in the valley of Sidim, that is the Salt Sea. Twelve years after they served Shere Lamar, in the thirteenth year they rebelled. So, just pause. We've got a, a like a giant war. Yeah, between kings of different lands who, more or less, are kind of like tired of probably serving this other. King like Shedol king of Elam seems to be like one of the big ones uh, after 12 or 13 years They just decide like a few of the kings are going to rebel against this other Like these kings so in the 14th year Shedol and the kings who are with him So some kings gang up They go and defeat the Rephaim and Ashtaroth Karanaim and, Z- and the, Zuzum, the Zuzim and Ham the Amim and (laughs) Sheva-Kira-Kathiam and the Horites in their hill country of Seir as far as El Paran in the border of the wilderness. Alright, pause right there. (laughs) Kings are fighting each other. I know, we don't really care who they are, where they're from because we don't know anything about them. But has anything stuck out to you?
1: Near the wilderness.
0: Alright, what else? Does that mean anything to you?
1: I have no idea. It's just just the only part that I understood. All right. What about I mean, this is going to be way out of left field. I'm just letting you know. So uh, Emma Raphael, I thought, hmm. What wonder what say say (laughs) TMNT right now? (laughs) I mean, that's what I was going with in my head. That's what I went to. But also, it kind of reminded me of the Lords of England, how a lot of times they would squabble against each other. hmm and uh, even though like they were still under a king, they would still fight amongst themselves to try to take more land or less land. And so it feels like it's, I mean, it reminds me of the medieval history of England. Yeah, I mean, that
0: seems to be the cycle of violence. Even in the Bible, there are times where kings team up with each other. Israel teams up with some other kings to like go beat out other kings. So a few words that could have stood out to you if you wanted, were Rephaim,
1: Zuzim, and Amim. Does anybody know who these are? So Zuzim sounds like the uh, origin from Vader-Zim. Oh, it's not the Zuzu Pets? Oh, uh, wasn't that, no, I don't think so. Nope, got nothing to do with it. Is it giants? It's giants! Yeah, all
0: right. Rephaim later, so we have the Nephilim, which are giants. Numbers 13 is gonna tell us that some people call them the meme, the Zamzu meme, the Rephaim.
1: Wait, they had memes?
0: And Isaiah's gonna tell us that the Rephaim are dead warrior kings and they're the shades of Sheol. So, like, this is where we get the idea that.
1: Wait, there dead... was an undead army that raised
0: this is where we get the idea that dead giant kings become demons because they're now the shades of the underworld so all that being said it's interesting in this passage shidolom leom ched is what we're going to call him from now on i can't wait what is it I don't remember how to say it. Uh, <clears throat> yes. You know how to Chad say
1: Labrador. it? Cheddar <laughs> Chedda
0: Labrador. Ched what? gonna pr- Let's listen.
1: Yeah,
0: we're going to call him Ched. All right, so Ched is like the big king here. He's the one that they're going to fight, but Ched isn't the like, one with the giants. Ched is fighting the giants. The, the giants are coming to fight Ched, which is... There it is, there's the yawn we prophesied. Okay, <clears throat> that's a one. So let's see how it plays out. Will Ched beat the giants or no? Then the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Admah, the king of Zeboim, and the king of bela that is, Zor, went out and they joined the battle in the Valley of Sidim, with Ched, king of Elam, title king of Goem. Arm-Raphael, king of Shinar, and Ariok, king of Elisar. four kings, against five Wait, was it was an elam or elam uh, Whatever now the valley of Sidim was full of bitumen pits anybody know what that is?
1: No, it's like
0: tar pit. So, you know don't step in those So there's a bunch of bitumen pits and as the kings of sodom and gomorrah fled some fell into them and the rest fled to the hill country so the enemy took all the, uh, possessions of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their provisions. Number two! And went their way. They also took Lot, the son of Abram's brother, who was dwelling in Sodom, and his possessions, and went their way. Anyways, let's just catch ourselves up to speed. King Ched has made people rise up against him. They don't like him. And yet king chad continues to win this guy has beat giants uh this guy has beat his uh the people who have opposed him and now he's gotten up in abraham's business because after beating the kings of sodom and gomorrah uh and taking their possessions they also take lot so lot is one of the possessions that they take which is of course abraham's nephew um and so Abraham gets word of this. And it goes on. One who escaped came and told Abram the Hebrew, who was living by the oaks of Mamre, the Amorite, brother of Eshol and Anur. These were the allies of Abram. When Abram heard that his kinsmen had been taken, he led forth his trained men born in his house, 318 of them, and went in pursuit as far as Dan. And he divided his forces against them by night. He and his servants and defeated them and pursued them to Hobah, north of Damascus. Then he brought back all possessions and also brought back his kinsman Lot with his possessions and the women and the people. So you've got King Ched, who can't be like, just like beat by, this guy is a giant slayer. <laughs> this guy takes on whoever comes his way. And then you've got Abraham, who as far as I understand, is a farmer (laughs) who then just- And a
1: traveler.
0: And a traveler, yeah. Who just like takes up a bunch of his servants and they go out and they fight and they win. It almost seems like it's out of nowhere. Like Abraham's not like a king who's been showing up and fighting wars. King Ched is used to who his enemies are, King Ched knows who he's fighting, and then it just ends up that he's kidnapped the wrong person, right? Mm-hmm. And then King Ched gets a phone call, he's like, I don't know who you are, but I will find you and I will find you. <laughs> and then Abraham takes those born in his house, so probably servants who were, I'm guessing, even more faithful to him because they didn't know any other life than servanthood. And then they all go out and they, they fight the Kingslayer and the war winner and they defeat him. Like, you would be confused. Like, who was the farmer man <laughs> that just destroyed us? <laughs> so in the next part of this story, just to wrap it up, you're gonna have uh, um, Abraham return home after he's defeated King Ched, uh and all the kings that were with him. Uh, and the king of Sodom goes out to meet him kind of like a thank you, you know uh, You've you really saved our butts uh, Within Melchizedek King of Salem brings out bread and wine and it says he was a priest of God most high now we talked about Melchizedek on our episode on the royal priesthood You can go check that out. Melchizedek is pretty much like the last person we see in the Bible who serves as both a priest
1: and, and a, a, a king mm-hmm.
0: yeah so uh jesus is later gonna be like seen as kind of a melchizedek figure because jesus becomes the next priest king since melchizedek normally it gets separated throughout once we get to moses he almost could have been a priest king but instead he's like no no, no i don't want to i don't want to talk to people <laughs> and god's like fine aaron can more or less do the priest stuff you can kind of do more like the leadership king stuff and the role gets split but jesus kind of unites it back together and becomes like the ultimate king priest that can never be usurped right um but uh this priest king melchizedek says blessed be abram by god most high possessor of heaven and earth and blessed be god most high who has delivered your enemies into your hands so you see this Um, Narrative interjected on top of it. Abraham wasn't just lucky. He wasn't just smart attacking at night uh, by Melchizedek's like blessing upon Abraham. It's uh, God had your back like you beat the giant slayer your God has delivered your enemies into your hand and then the king of Sodom's like all
1: right
0: Here take a bunch of stuff like thank you for helping and Abraham responds uh i have lifted my hand to the lord of god most high possessor of heaven and earth that i would not take a thread or a sandal strap or anything that is yours lest you should say i made abram rich i will take nothing but what the young men have eaten and the share of the men who went with me and then that's just an interesting statement like why was Abraham afraid to? We've already seen him benefit off of ill wealth before. Why this time? I don't know. Do you guys have any Maybe ideas to that? Maybe
1: he learned his lesson.
0: Yeah, except he's going to do it again. Well, we haven't gotten to the Genesis 20 where he gets more wealth from from cheating. That yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> I would wonder, since we already know that Sodom and Gomorrah is supposed to be, like, this evil, wicked place that, like, God is going to judge, and Abraham is probably well aware of, like, just how bad it is over there. Um, I wonder if it's, like, uh, like you, you know, like, I have sworn that I won't take anything from specifically you, because I don't want, like, the, the, like, evils of Sodom and Gomorrah, like, tainting my wealth and name that people mm-hmm. would think that such a place as that is how I made my wealth because I serve the one true God, you know. Maybe that or maybe he just wanted to like be clear, like it's just God that that won this victory and and no one else. I, I don't know. Whatever the case may be, there's a story that often gets skipped in the Bible. Based on how many times Olivia yawned, you can totally understand why. There's a lot of weird names and places and people to keep up with, but ultimately, when you zoom out, it is a strange and interesting story and uh, shows some. So how many arms did she have? I don't know. You
1: guys don't even know. We're gonna have to you watch. Guys don't even know. When I
0: edit the video, I'm gonna you have should, to. You like... should put the total here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe down below. And while you're down there, maybe hit the little notification bell. If you'd like to continue the conversation further you can even join us on the discord or leave a comment there and see if you can beat me to it
0: you have a game of thrones going on here i don't know what that means in context of the show but it sounds like a game where thrones are gaming it out? Am I am I within context?
1: No? Okay, alright. I mean, your analogy is technically okay (laughs) since everyone tries to claim the same throne. Okay. But there are so many contexts to that show that, uh, yeah, calling this Game of Thrones. Okay. Well, I don't know whether you tried to degrade scripture at the time, <laughs> or if you're to make that. I look just meant thrones are duking it out. If that's
0: not within context, it's not sleeping with your cousin. <laughs> We're like dragons flying through the air, burning yeah. things. All right. Okay. So,
1: <clears throat> Sister Wives was the other episode.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, we don't sleep with cousins in the well. Never <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: mind. We Never mind. Let's let's just move on. <laughs>